Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the From Page to Screen Movie Podcast. The co-hosts have some more time off, but they will, I promise, return. This has been recorded on the 30th of May 2023, and this is another one in the series of the Grimfest interviews from November's Monsters and Movies Grimfest. Wonderful couple of days that I had. What you're about to hear now is a slightly shorter introduction than the one I did for the Wolf Manor um, sort of team. I did realise that I actually spoke longer introducing the interview than the actual interview itself. Now, maybe that's fine, maybe it's not, but I want to sort of make the interviews the main part of conversation. So I will try and keep this into intro short. I say try, I can't promise anything. So what you're about to hear now is the conversation that I had with the wonderful woman, wonderful filmmaker, wonderful actress slash actor, Alice Krieger, uh, who you will probably be familiar with from Stephen King's Sleepwalkers, directed by Mick Garris, and also she played the Borg Queen in Star Trek First Contact. She'll spin a whole bunch of other films like Thor The Dark World, Chariots of Fire, she's in TV episodes of the OA, NCIS, and just tons tons and tons and tons she has over 109 screen credits now alice was in attendance at grimfest for a anniversary screening of sleepwalkers uh mcgarris was also in attendance it was very cool to see those two hang out i do mention that in the conversation i'm about to have with alice but uh, she was also there as part of the team behind the film she will which unfortunately I was not able to watch because I was busy doing lots of other interviews, but it does look pretty good. So um, so you will hear us mention that briefly. Now, I'd met Alice many, many years before. Again, you will hear me touch upon that very, very briefly in this thing. So it was quite nice to be able to actually have a conversation with her. I'd met her previously at Comic-Con way back in the early 2000s, and... Anybody who's been to one of these sort of well-packed Comic-Cons know that when you do meet a celebrity, there's usually not enough time to have a lengthy conversation with them. It is usually a case of you hand the money to an assistant, you choose which photo you'd like to get signed. If you're lucky, you can get a question or maybe two in. But usually it's just pleasantries. Hi, big fan. Love your work. Thank you very much. Can you sign this? picture to Stuart please blah 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 um, sometimes you can grab a picture sometimes you don't have time to, to grab a selfie and then the person behind you is their turn so it's it was nice to be able to sit down and have a near 15 minute conversation with Alice the conversation slash interview is also on video so if you would like to jump over to watch that it uh, it's on YouTube dot com slash from page to screen and i'd very much like to subscribe because i'm so close to the thousand mark at this moment in time i'm on 995 subscribers so close to the thousand mark so that would be quite nice and uh, you'll find a whole bunch of other content things that i put on there be it um, panels that i've hosted in the past 
movie trailers, travel videos that I've shot, uh, just all sorts, all sorts of wonderful, varied garbage on my YouTube channel, but I would appreciate it. And if you would like me to return subscribe, then I'm more than happy to do so as well. But let's get back to Alice Krieger. This interview was on day one of Grimfest, I believe. Uh, it has been many, many months since that, so excuse me if I'm sort of messing my brain up. I know it was before the Mick Garris conversation, which I spent the whole weekend being very, very nervous about and also very, very excited. This interview was also held upstairs in the Lion's Den pub, so you will hear a slight echo because that's just the nature of the room, but uh, it was an absolute pleasure to sit down with Alice Krieger and have a conversation about whatever we chose to talk about absolute lovely woman she is fantastic on screen and i was also in attendance for some panels that she appeared in as well one of them which is just a glorious one was her talking with mick garris about sleepwalkers so what i may do is post that at some point um as a podcast but that is also on the youtube channel so if you do want to not wait for that and uh, then just head over to youtube go to from page to screen and uh, do a search in a little search box for Mick Garris or Alice Krieger and you will find that panel. But without any more waffling from me, play the theme song for the podcast and then it's over to myself and over to Alice. Thank you. Take care. Shout out to Grimfest. You're awesome. From, from page, page to screen. To screen. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? I have a problem. I did not expect you to this time. We met like 20 years ago when you signed that lovely picture for me. Okay. It was at one of the Birmingham Comic Cons. Oh, really? I was so excited because at the time it was like, Board Queen was absolutely amazing. I think I was too nervous to really have a conversation with you. I was like, it was So it's really nice to be able to sit down. And actually have a chat. I'm not going to chat about Star Trek. I loved your sleepwalkers. The chat with you? Nick. Oh, yes. oh really? Okay. Yes, okay. Good. Uh, one of the highlights for me this weekend was in the Friday when you showed up at the VIP reception and you saw Nick. And is that correct? Is you've not seen each other in 15 years? 20. 20. And you just gave each other a really big hug and it was like, that's the sweetest thing I've seen. Like I said in the interview, in the chat yesterday, you, you, you make a picture or indeed you, you do a play. And I get such an intense, short period of time. And then most times you've never met people. I mean, it's not like you have long friendships or you've worked together before. 99% of the time you haven't worked with any of these people before and um, you've got this really small window in time to create something together and, and you have to make yourself totally available completely vulnerable and all you've really got is each other and it's a weirdly intense experience so you do fling your arms. You haven't seen each other for 20 years, and it's like the whole experience just comes washing back all over you. Um, 
So, yes, I know they call us lovers, but... There's a reason for that. <laughs> There's a reason, but just, yeah. just to watch you two sort of reuniting after so yeah. many years, it was one of those images that I didn't take a picture of it, uh, but it was like, it's in here. It's just it was really nice Good. to see. And, so, and make is the sweetest song. I'm speaking to him later on today. Um, of, uh, we, we speak to each other on Twitter, and we speak to each other on Facebook. Yeah. I've never, I have a very quick line. I'm sort of right. conversation yesterday, but I'm right. so excited about sitting down later on this afternoon to speak with me. Good, good. Oh, that means he can't see she will. That means I can't see she will. <laughs> oh, you are. You no, can't. because with my oh, conversation shit. with Mick is at half past three. Okay. Um, I will be in there for the Q&A afterwards. Okay. Because we've been, you know, we've been capturing the Q&A's right. and stuff. So I will good. definitely be watching She Will, which is unfortunately okay. no, not this sure. afternoon. It's all Mick Garris' fault and my admiration <laughs> for Mick Garris. No, 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 that's good. They were trying to move it slightly, but yeah. I know it's all pre-organized and planned. So, um, yes, and Mick is the same dear, dear soul that he was 30 years ago. So is he, is he is the sort of the same person? Because everywhere, when you mention the Garris' name, it's somebody like, oh, so nice. He is. He is. So many people that are around the world. Kind, kind human being. But we are here to talk about you, Alice. Now, one of the things um, that you mentioned in the Sleepwalkers talk was you moving into producing. I, I have produced before with my husband. Um, I, I can't ever visualise myself producing independently of him because um, he writes difficult, challenging stuff and so it takes a long time to put it together. Um, but because it's always of, of consequence, certainly to us both, um, one's kind of sustained through that challenging process of, of Making independent film. Um, so yeah, we we have uh, two projects that we're a smaller one that we're currently focusing on, but there's another one waiting um, in the wings. And the first one that you talked about was focus on grief. Yes. So can yeah. you tell me about that one? It's the story of of three women who have lost their husbands during COVID and are not to COVID, not one of them to COVID, but um, the other two for other reasons, but the fact is they are shut down alone with their loss and how that wrenching grief can actually open your heart to a level of kind of elevated compassion for, for others who are going through a similar process. So it's, it's, it's a very interesting movie because it starts off with that as the subject matter, but then it goes into the backstories of these women. And then the journey takes a turn and you end up in the midst of a tragedy that is actually unfolding at the moment. Um, 
which is ongoing and will be. But, but so it, it it goes from the specific and the personal to the universal. Um, it's I think it's a beautiful script. It's it's actually quite poetic. And has it got a title? Maybe. It's called Three Widows. Three Widows. Yeah. And what's the stage of production is that? When, when we are we are we're at the point where we are about to take it out to I will play one of the widows. It, it wasn't written for me and I wasn't meant to be playing the one that I wound up playing then, just because everything shifts all the time. I've wound up playing this one character who actually is going to be an enormous challenge for me. Um, the part that was written with me in mind, someone else is going to play. Um, but we're about to go out to, to two actresses um, and if one or both of them say yes, we'll be able, we've got 55% of the budget, we will be able to put together the remaining two So uh, the goal is hopefully to be shooting by the summer. Not too far so if it's okay to ask you, you mentioned that the role would be a big challenge for you, as I'm sure every role has its yes. own challenge. Yes. How do you prepare for an enormous challenge? Is there a certain formula that you do for yourself? Or? Well, I actually will be paying, paying a woman who is a friend, so I know her, um, and she will be playing her own mother in the movie. So, uh, she's going to be right there next to me and <laughs> I'm playing her, which is a kind of horrifying, terrifying prospect. Um, but I'm going to spend a lot of time just hanging out there, talking. Um, I'm going to ask her for all her picture books of herself as a young woman. Um, I know a lot about her history, but I'm going to be asking her um, just to kind of give me a stream of consciousness, emotion, a, a sort of an emotional stream of consciousness about what she was feeling at, at any given time over the period that, that, that we're looking at. Um, and also, I'm going to have to learn how to tell. Wow. Oh my goodness. And she, yes, and she is, uh, she's fabulous. She was kind of like a minor pop star when she was a late teen in her early adulthood. When she released five singles, she went on the tour Someone 
who is right next to me in the seat. I can't even think about it, I'm so frightened. But anyway, there we go. I think now I know what you mean by enormous challenge. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So then what sort of, is there a time period? Because obviously you're looking to maybe shoot in summer, that's, that's a few months, isn't it? So it sounds like it's going to be a very good So, so uh, you know, there are a couple of film markets coming up at the, at the beginning of the year. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to piece together the financing we need. Um, but, uh, you know, Paul, my husband, who will direct, is already, they're, they're, he's already, and his cinematographer are already beginning to pre-visualize um, what it's going to look like because it's really complex. I mean, it flashes back, you know, 30 years, 40 years. And then right at the end, it flashes to an imagined future. So it's a very complex timeline. And, and, and the sort of visualization of that has already begun. So that sounds like a big play with a lot of stuff on it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And what is the other production that you're... Hopefully it's easier with no top dance in the next one. Are you going to be acting in it? I, I have a very small role in that. But you're quite nice. So this <laughs> yes, is a tough dance. Yes, no, and <laughs> producing and acting is not something I relish, and I wasn't expecting that, that this was how it was going to turn out, but it is what it is. Um, the other one is based on the private diaries of uh, a kind of top policeman in America, and it's 30 years ago, and it, um, it's a true story, and uh, really, really relevant to today. Um, so even though it's, it's took place at the, at the end of the 70s into the 80s, um, the subject matter is even more, which is the human slave trade is even more global now than it was then. So uh, when I say it's kind of serious content, yeah. But it's it's wrapped in a in a fabulous bit of storytelling, so um, hopefully they'll both be kind of really compelling to watch. They, they sound it from your yeah. your delivery of the, the premise and the preparation and stuff, I mean um, what was the name of the, the other one, yeah, it's called Naked Abuse. Those titles have burned in my head. Good. Make sure we watch those. Good. But I would like to thank you for taking some time out. Not only to do the Sleepwalkers thing, it was just it was lovely to see you and Mick together again. Lovely to do the Q&A. Well, it was lovely to be invited, really. Really special. And I look forward to watching She Will. Good. And, uh, it's been a pleasure to sit down and have a chat with yourself. Lovely thank to meet you. Your dress you. yesterday as well was amazing. You were commenting on beautiful. Beautiful. You, it's it's my it is my favourite garment, and um, what it is, it's an actual original Navajo outfit. Wow! So the the First Nation Navajo women, I don't know if they do still, but they used to wear that shirt and pattern of skirt yeah. working in the fields. Uh, you know, growing maize or corn or whatever they were doing. But of course they wore all the turquoise jewellery because it's it's like an amulet, it's like a 
a, a protection against yeah. the evil eye. But on their holy days, their days of celebration, they wore it in velvet. Beautiful. And so that that's actually an original Navajo outfit. We, uh, we lived in California for 20 years, and uh, Thanksgiving, which is like next week, in 2007, we were away making a film with my husband, and the house burned down in a wildfire. There's nothing left. But purely by chance, I had taken that oh, skirt and shirt and belt away on vacation with me, so it didn't get lost to to uh, to fire. And uh, every time I wear it, I'm grateful to still have of it. Yeah, it was stunning. Not that you don't look beautiful today, but the yeah. particularly gorgeous that dress. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.